What's up guys, I'm Paul, this is Pauline Theology. I'm back, this is our daily Devo as we continue our study through Ephesians chapter four. We are at the end of the chapter, the last couple of verses here, 31 and 32. So if you haven't checked them out, go ahead and check them out, see what they got to say, pause the tape, come back, play it, and we'll discuss the four questions. If you've already done that, man, you, you, knew, you, you know what's going down, we're going to go ahead and head on into it, man. So let's check it out. What does these verses say? What does Paul actually say in the scriptures? Well, it says, put aside all bitterness, anger, wrath, uh, loud speech or yelling, um, and then slander. He said, put aside all those things with all malice or all evil. It says, and be kind to one another, compassionate or tenderhearted, forgiving each other or being gracious to one to each other, just as God in Christ forgave you, just as God in Christ was gracious to you. So Paul is saying that, again, we need to, this this putting off of the old self, which is this anger, bitterness, mad, wrath, yelling, slander. He says that things, all these types of evil, he says, those things we put aside, but what we put on is forgiveness. We put on kindness. We put on compassion or tender mercies. That's what we put on because this is what God has done for us. You see, in the end, all of this has to go back to uh, the why we do these things, the because. And I, I think it's um, important for us to, to see this. And that's the whole thing about Paul, why he sets up the whole first three chapters to talk about the gospel. And then in light of the gospel, these are the things that we do. This is how we act. This is how we live. It's not we live in order that, but it's to live in light of or because of. And so this, uh, um, I like how he has this, this order from uh, bitterness to anger and wrath and then to yelling and then to uh, slandering. It's, it's because it seems like that is the routine that happens. That's why James, when we, we went through James, um, and if you haven't checked that out, it says that uh, be slow to speak or slow to anger and slow to speak and quick to listen. It's because with anger, man, you begin to speak evil quickly. And with this same way, it says bitterness that comes from inside. And that's also something which James was talking about. He's talking about his inward desires that are birth and become death, that birth death, which is sin. Oof, that's tough. But in this, Paul is saying that bitterness inside. It says then that's what can cause this anger. And that's not the righteous anger. That's not the anger that God has called us to be or that Paul has told us to be in, in light of the things that happen in the church. This anger comes from bitterness. This anger comes from uh, seeing something that you want and you can't have or, or thinking that someone has some gift that you wish you desire. And remember, that's why Paul says this when he says that we've each been given the measure in which uh, the measure that Christ gives. He apportions to us the measure that he apportions is because he has given us what we need to edify the church in every way. And that's why he continues to say this about the edification of the church. But he wants to finish by saying, don't let this bitterness cause anger in you. Don't let this bitterness cause wrath. This anger, don't let this bitterness cause this anger. And then this anger caused this wrath, a stirring up of even more. And then it's causing to you to yell or to argue and then to start saying blasphemous things, slanderous things because of that, man, it starts inwardly with the bitterness. He says, but instead, be kind, care for one another, man. 
He says, be compassionate, man. He says, have such a, a good, strong feelings about the people that are in your community. That is in your church. And then he says, uh, uh, and forgive each other. The word here is karisomenia. I'm sorry. Karisomenoi, which also has the same root word as um, grace. And so some actually translate this as be gracious to one another. And isn't that what forgiveness is? It's being gracious. It's, it's because, man, what you do is you see that they have done something wrong to you, but because you know that you have done something wrong, then you show grace as grace has been shown to you. So forgiving each other, man. That's how you deal, though, in the same way with the, the going back to the bitterness and the wrath and the anger and the yelling and the, and the slandering. It says that's how you deal with bitterness. It's because I'm not saying that sometimes bitterness, uh, well, it shouldn't happen. But I'm not saying that it might not be justified in the way that maybe somebody is treating you. And that's why Paul says to forgive one another. Like We've got to quickly forgive. Because, see, God forgave us in Christ. That's the because. The reason behind all this is because we have, for, we have received forgiveness. We have received grace. Let's go back to chapter 2. Let's say, by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not of yourselves. It is a gift of God. And so let us be gracious and let us forgive others as Christ has forgiven us, as God has forgiven us in Christ. It's so powerful, too, the thing that Paul, as he continues to write this whole thing, the Trinity and how it's summed up. He's always talking about God, Christ, the Spirit, and how they were working together to do this powerful redemption and this powerful uh, growing us into image of whom we're supposed to be. It's, it's so wonderful to see that, man. And Paul's writing in every way. His theology is rooted in the triune God, in the fact that God is is uh, revealed in three persons, the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. And so what does this say about God? Is that, he, man, he, he desires, well, first off, I already said a little bit that it's just amazing how Paul just shows the triune God in, in all ways. The spirit, we've got the spirit earlier. It says, don't grieve that spirit and that God has forgiven us through Christ. But I think something else is that God desires for a loving community. You see, he is in a loving community. And it's, 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 it's his image that we're trying to represent as we see God, Christ, and the spirit in a loving community and a triune community forever enjoying each other. We as a believers, as the people of God, need to image that for the world as we care for and love and have compassion upon one another. And what does this say about man? Hey, I think it says, man, forgive. Forgive each other. As the body of believers, we care for, love, and forgive each other. That's so important, man. We can't let this bitterness lead to, to corrupt speech. It says, put aside all that. Put aside all that and be kind to one another, man. Care for one another and forgive one another. And so uh, what can we apply or how can we apply these truths to our lives? I think that what we can apply in our life today is contemplate the forgiveness of God. He is a forgiving God. Contemplate the graciousness of God. Contemplate the sin that you were mired in, the evil that you committed against the Savior, 
the evil and the lawlessness that you lived that broke the covenant and broke the law of God and that we deserve death. Sit in that. But don't just stay in that, man. Let it grieve your heart. Let it make you sad. But then be overjoyed. Be overwhelmed. Be overflowing with graciousness or gladness or, or happiness or blessedness because of what God has done through Christ Jesus, which has brought us into his family. See, and as we contemplate those things, then we can see others in the same light. Because as others will, they will, it doesn't matter. They will hurt you. But find forgiveness for them. Find forgiveness for them. I appreciate you guys for listening. And I will see you in the next episode as we start chapter five.